Hi friend, do you ever need to create marketing materials easily? Whether you need to make flyers or artwork for your blog, your podcast, or any number of different things, check out Canva. Go to findyourflow.com forward slash Canva. That's C-A-N-V-A. I've been using the free version of Canva for many, many years, and I recently upgraded to the pro version, and it's awesome. So go to findyourflow.com forward slash Canva to learn more. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Whitson Wittes, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is Why? Because I Can. Why? Because I can. Why am I podcasting today? Because I can. And it has been a long and arduous journey to get to the point where I can do relatively new live Podcast. I have a bunch of pre-recorded ones that I still plan to release in the near future, but I've been saying that for a number of years now. That's what happens sometimes in life. It doesn't always go the way I plan. I don't know if your life always goes the way that you plan. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe there's some unknowns in there every once in a while. So why, why do it? Because we can, right? That's a powerful enough reason for me today to be doing this and hopefully for you to be listening because you can because why not? What else you got to do? I'm sure you have lots of other things you could do. And so I appreciate you being here and listening. I really do. I appreciate your attention and I hope to bring you some value today. So what is that going to be? Well, yesterday or uh, maybe a couple days ago now, I did a podcast titled Dealing with Negativity. Dealing with Negativity. And it's about dealing with negative thoughts, negative people, self-talk, positive affirmations, positive mental attitude. And I was dealing with a lot of my own of those. And I had been over the last month or so because of just moving and all the challenges that go along with that. And with trying to get the darn, well, I guess it wasn't a whole month of that, but uh, one week of trying to just record the darn The commercials at the beginning and the intro and outro of the show changes. I don't know if you've noticed that. That took me a heck of a long time to get that dialed in. And the most recent one that I recorded, it took me just none of my technology was working. And it should be a very basic thing, friend. This is why it's... It should be very basic. It was very basic for a long time. It worked perfectly, flowingly. I had all my systems, my technology, my tools all set up, ready to go. I could just get right down to business, record a show, feel great about it, you know, do the post-production, upload it, launch it. Boom. Nice workflow, nice mind flow, spirit flow. You know, it feels good. It's therapeutic for me to do the show, to be honest. It's some, you know, I get to talk things out loud and share things. And hopefully it's therapeutic in some levels for you to be able to hear, hey, maybe you're not alone with certain things. Or, um, hey, listen how crazy this guy Winston is who talks about this crazy stuff. Or, you know, maybe like you've held, um, oh, I landed just sent me a nice text. Just met these lovely ladies at the coffee shop who work there. It's the hub where I sometimes go to. They invite me to their church with them. She's so excited. Um, okay, well, that's cool. So we're new to this area, and we don't know anybody. We moved to Texas, sight unseen. We'd never seen this part of the state, and we were just dealing with a lot of things where we lived in California that were not 
we're not jiving with us and we're not flowing with us. And we took the power into our own hands and made a huge decision to move. And that's scary. It was super scary. And it's worked out beautifully. We listened to our intuitions. We felt called. We felt guided to come out here for a number of reasons. And it's paid off beautifully in terms of quality of life for us and what we wanted to get out of the move. And so we're very happy here. I'm very happy to be able to be set up in an office quietly. The kids are in school, not here in the house, which for us is really nice. It was really challenging having our oldest home all day, every day. It was hard to keep him doing anything productive, to be honest. It was really hard. You know, I was working full time and um, Elena was just, you know, th those two would just collide uh, their personalities. They have a lot of similar personalities that cause them just being around anybody that much can be challenging. But then, you know, with their personalities, they would just get on each other's nerves and it was very challenging for everybody. So, and we just had a smaller space. So we were very confined to, we, we are always in each other's space. So it was challenging on a lot of levels. And so moving has been great. We've got way more space. The kids are actually in physical, real-life, personal-to-person school where they get real instruction from, you know, physical teachers, and they're around other kids. And, um, and you know, all this good stuff. So, so there's that. Uh, so the challenges of um, – and I'm still working out this – microphone on this headset so i apologize if i get some uh, pops there in the in the sound and that was a thing i had to buy a new headset and get that working unfortunately it does work so i'm very thankful very grateful i'm practicing being thankful for things right practicing gratitude so we got a we got a notice or, or i you know elena was in touch with uh one of bradley's teachers and she said, you know, he's very intelligent. He's he's very smart. He's picking things up, but his attitude is horrible. He's just got this super negative attitude. And he gets frustrated really easy, you know, and he lets that get him down. And then he's, his mental attitude is really bad. So I can relate, you know, I can definitely relate. And hopefully, you know, me as this positive, upbeat person. That's I think a lot of people do. And the reality and things I try to share on this podcast are I haven't always been this way and I'm not always this way, right? Like, you know, I definitely have my, my downturns. I actually just posted a uh, podcast recently called The Darkness and I, I don't remember exactly what I said in it because I don't always remember, you know, I've done a lot of episodes. I don't know what I say when, but you know, I've, I've dealt with a lot of darkness uh, mentally and spiritually and emotionally over the years and you know, those generally, for those of us that deal with that kind of stuff, that's usually not the kind of stuff that we share with other people, or at least in public, right? You know, we've, we wear masks. There's this kind of idea in Japanese culture uh, about the, the mask you wear when you're out and show the public, right? Versus the mask you wear when you're at home and, you know, not with the public. And so, you know, I try to, on this show, bring as much reality as is as is possible, you know, to share with you, what am I going through? What are my thoughts? And, and to try to give you value into maybe a different perspective or maybe reinforced perspectives you already have. And so hearing this from the teacher and, you know, just seeing the way it played out this morning with the situation where it, you, Elena was walking Bradley to the bus stop and they get to the bus stop, bus pulls up and she's calling me right now. 
goodness. Okay, hang on. Let's see if I can pause this. All right, and I'm back. So I just had a call with Elena. She was just giving me updates about her day, what she's doing, running around, all that good stuff. So yeah, this isn't probably going to be a very long episode. I've got some business to handle, but oh, let's uh, do a quick update on a few things. One thing is I launched a new product I've been working on for a number of years. It's very exciting. It is how to www. Yep, you do have to add the www. I know it's weird. I don't know why, but the tech guy is just... It is what it is, www.howtoworkwithinvestors.com, howtoworkwithinvestors.com. So that is for any agents, real estate agents that are looking to work with investors, real estate investors. It is one of the most profitable niches you could get involved with, right? Because, and I learned many years ago that some, I don't remember who was saying it, but, uh, you know, somebody that was very successful and they were saying real estate agents are working for tips real estate investors are making the real money that's where the real money is you're owning properties they are producing passive income and that's actually the other thing why i got to get off the uh, podcast is um we've got a six unit it's actually two three units out in pittsburgh and uh, i've got some connections out there that and we acquired these properties last year and I need to pay the mortgage on it and I'm still working out the we you know got a new bank account so I've got to make sure that we're money's going into the right account and coming out of the right account and it's just been a little bit of a figuring out process there so that's something I got to do today so um or maybe that was this year we acquired that I think we did 1031 exchange, if you're familiar with that. So we had a property in San Diego. We sold. We did the 1031 tax deferred exchange into this property out there, rental property. And that's something that if you or someone you know is interested in doing something like that or learning more about it, please uh, reach out to me. You can email me, winston at findyourflow.com. And, uh, you know, just let me know what's your situation as far as if you have properties, if you want properties, or if you have money sitting in the bank that's not doing anything, or you have like a 401k. I don't know if you're aware of this, but you could actually, you know, if you're, if you have money sitting in a 401k, it's maybe tracking with inflation, right? And inflation's been crazy. I don't know if you know that this last year, it went up like four or 5%. So if you have money just sitting there, it's being eaten away by it's, it's worth less and less, right? Saving money is literally losing you money that's that's something that a lot of people don't realize about finances and the key is to and you've probably heard this before right work smarter not harder well what does that mean well ideally that means putting your money to work for you making your money go out you put one dollar out there it goes and finds some friends and brings back two or three dollars for you that's the smartest highest level of financial success is being an investor if you're familiar with the cash flow quadrant rich dad poor dad Moving from the left side of the quadrant, the left side of the quadrant in the upper left corner is being in, it's E for employee. An employee, you own a job, right? And you are working for someone else and building their financial wealth and you are getting, you're trading time for money. Not a horrible thing, you know, a lot of us have done it or are doing it. And so, but it's also limited to the number of hours you could work in a week or in a month. And then you're saving that money, but it, that's after tax money. So you're paying income taxes, right? 
and then that money's sitting in a bank account or in a 401k and it's being eroded over the years by inflation. And if you're not getting a raise of four or 5% a year, then you're actually taking a pay cut every year. And I know this is not fun to hear. I know this is kind of maybe depressing to hear, but this is a, a, and it's a hard conversation to have, right? Because we don't want to hear that. It's like, man, I'm a good saver. I've been saving my money and been counting my pennies. And, you know, I'm, I don't eat out very much. And I, you know, all these things. Um, and yet this, that it's just, it is what it is. That's what's really happening. So how do we overcome that? Or how do we work around that? Well, financial education is a big part of that. And understanding and so in the bottom left hand side of the cash flow quadrant is the i the um independent independently employed so if you're self or maybe it's an s self-employed i think that's what it is yeah sorry it's an s self-employed and that's where i found myself pretty much most of my life was self-employed and i was very proud of that you know it's like hey i've always been able to work for myself i've always been able to get enough students to keep my calendar full music students that is and or and uh, DJ clients, you know, I had my um, level three records and DJ vows uh, entertainment businesses. I've always been able to keep enough clients to keep busy doing events and make money that way as well. So I did that for a lot of years. And I read Rich Dad Poor Dad many years ago. Read the Cash Flow Quadrant many years ago. And when I read that, it was like, oh man, I'm I'm like. I'm on the left side of the quadrant, you know, even though I'm self-employed. So when you're self-employed, you know, being an employee, you own a job. Being self-employed, you own, um, like, I forgot how he words it, but it's like you own the business of owning your job or something like that. So it's a step up in a sense from being an employee, but it's still, you're you're still trading time for money, ultimately, at the end of the day, right? And so there's no real leverage there. And if you stop working as a self-employed person, as I, if I stopped working as a self-employed person, my money stopped too, right? And that was something I experienced and you know knew firsthand. I was like, gosh darn, yeah, if I'm not out hustling, doing these gigs or um, teaching students, my income would would stop. And so the idea of that book is to get to the right-hand side of the quadrant as quickly as possible. And on the right-hand side in the upper right-hand corner is B for business owner. And when you've got a business owner, you've got systems and processes and you have other people who are working those systems and processes for you to produce income for you. So you are not, you're Trading time for money still, unless you've got, you know, completely automated and outsourced, which is the dream, right? It's not really as possible as, as many of us would like to hope and believe, but it, it it is. It is possible and it does happen. And it is the goal for many business owners is to build that business, let it run itself for, for as much as possible and be able to take time off or, you know, spend time with the family and still have that money coming in. So have other people operating those systems and processes and having that money come in, or maybe you've got, you know, software that's uh, being sold and it's running pretty much on autopilot or subscriptions to uh, your service, right? So there's a lot of different models, but that's the idea of being on the right-hand side. Now you've got leverage with your time versus money. You're not trading time for money. You've got other people operating the systems. And in the bottom right-hand corner is the I for investor. And at the investor quadrant, you have your money working for you. So you're reinvesting the money that you have. Maybe you got it as an employee, right? So you could go from employee straight to investor. You don't have to go 
through any of these other channels. You could take the money that you have in a 401k even. There's what's called a self-directed 401k. And if you learn about that, you can take that money and actually lend it out at a higher rate of interest. So one thing that we did with working when I was a consultant for Mind Protein and working with a lot of real estate investors across the country, Fortune Builders, the education program that that brought the people in, that taught the students how to do this, how to invest their money and put their money to work for them. To Because most of those folks uh, were, were employees. They were people who worked a job their whole life. Maybe some of them were very highly paid, you know, a lot of doctors, lawyers, and these kind of folks. And um, a lot of people in law enforcement and people that had saved up money, but they recognized that, hey, I don't want to work my whole life. I can't work my whole life. Uh, I need to have some something else producing income. I don't want my money being eroded year over year. You know, my savings I worked my whole life for being eroded by inflation and by taxes. You know, it's it's not going to help the, the end game of being financially free or financially independent or be able to even retire at that rate. So people that that recognize that and want to take their financial future into their own hands, a lot of times will learn about how to do this with a 401k. They would switch it to a self-directed 401k, and then they would do private money lending where they essentially become the bank. So if you're aware of banking at all and how that works is, let's say a bank gets $100,000. It's a new bank. They've got $100,000 they can lend out. And they can actually do what's called fractional lending. So they may give somebody credit, right? Um, somebody comes in and says, hey, I want a loan. They say, okay, well, you know, here's this loan. And um, they can do... They can, for every, let's say, and I don't know the exact ratio at this point in time, but back in the day, I think it was something like 14 to 1. So if they had $100,000 in there, they could essentially lend out on credit $1.4 million. Why? Because they knew that person that had deposited the $100,000 cash wasn't going to come and take it back all at once. So they're able to lend that money out on a leveraged, um, leveraged meaning like 14 to 1, uh, lending, uh, you know, 14 times as much as they actually have in the bank at any given time. And, and again, don't quote me on those numbers. You should definitely research this for yourself if you're interested, but that's the idea. And that's why banks are the banks. That's why they have all the money, right? Because they were able to take money. Like if we put our savings in there into a bank, they are able to lend our savings out to other people. Did you know that? Your money's not just sitting there. They're lending it out at interest. They're charging interest on your money, and they're only paying us, if we're savers, you know, 1% a year. Well, if inflation is 4 or 5%, we're already – we're still losing that money of 3 to 4%, whatever the spread is. And they're lending it out at 8 to 15 to 29.99% APR. So they're making, they're crushing it and they're not just lending it to one person. They're doing that 14 times over or whatever it is. So they're, that's where their money comes from. And plus they're printing it, right? If you understand the federal reserve and that whole thing, but that's kind of the idea. So what if you could become the bank? Well, that's what a lot of people figure out eventually to do is like, gosh, I could lend it to this person over here, back it by real, this person's over here buying a house, they're flipping it and they're making a, a killing, you know, flipping the house. But where are they getting that money from? A lot of them don't use their own money, especially if they know what they're doing. They're borrowing that money from private money lenders. And that is what 
you know, we train people to do, what I've been able to borrow from people who are doing that. People that have the money sitting there, they're like, man, this is just getting deteriorated or they had the money in the 401k and they'll lend it to me at 8% and then they'll get their money back on a monthly basis plus the interest. And then in case for whatever reason, I wasn't able to pay them back, something happened. Well, they can foreclose on the property and the property is worth way more than what I bought it at. So their money is protected, right? They liquidate it, they sell, they cash out. And so that's the model. And that's what I've been fortunate enough to learn about, start learning about at a pretty young age, just because of, you know, my environment and just my aspirations and learning from people who were smarter than me, you know, going to work for people who were smarter than, than me so I could just learn from them. And so here I am today and how, oh, because I can, because we can, friend, right? Because we can, gosh darn it, yeah. So we got to pay that mortgage and then uh, get the rent checks going into that account. That's one of my missions today. Make sure that it's all flowing smoothly. And then positive mental attitudes. So the dealing with negativity and dealing with negative thoughts, dealing with negative people, the episode I released recently and the free report that I put out. And hopefully you took advantage of that. If you go to finderflow.com forward slash negativity, then you can just simply put in your name and email address. The robot will send you the free little handout, free report, if you ever find yourself dealing with negative thoughts or negative people. And hopefully it will give you something to just read through. It's not a whole big thing. It's just a short little booklet. And it's something I need to, I'm going to work on with Bradley. And um, because again, I personally dealt with this my whole life. And so I know the power of this. And I know how devastating it can be. And I know how awesome it can be when you learn how to think neg- uh, think positively. When you learn how to think positively and you have a good practice, you have a system because it's one thing to say, yeah, okay, great, I'll do it. It's another thing to actually practice it and apply it every day, every day, systematically, right? It's not an accident. It doesn't happen by accident. It's something that we have to really work at. You know, it's something for some of us. Some of us, it comes natural because we've already been doing it our whole lives or we're in a positive environment. We have positive people that are always doing it. That's a big part of it, right? Surrounding ourselves with like-minded people, people who are already positive and, and good influences on us. So that's a big thing. But for some of us, maybe we're in the situation where we live with people who are not positive. That's That's a common situation for a lot of us, right? Where we're with people who are negative and Debbie Downers or attackers or whatever. And that can be really, really challenging. So learning to be able to put up our own shields, defensive shields and or positive mental attitude where where it's bouncing off of us, their negativity, and being able to keep our, our own mental health well and positive is a life skill. And I'm, you know, aware now that I need to really work on that with Bradley to be able to help him become more aware of this. You know, I see certain traits with him that I know I dealt with as a young person that were really challenging for me. And it took me, you know, a number of years to, to figure out how to deal with it and how to develop good habits, mental habits and positive affirmations. And it's like with so many things, it takes practice. You know, at first, it was like, I didn't believe it. I just thought it was a bunch of woo-woo BS, but it's not. It's real. And so that was part of the time of just, like, 
coming to terms with, okay, this is worth testing for myself. You know, sure, people are telling me this, but I don't believe them. I've got to know this for myself. I've got to test this for myself. And, and I would encourage you to do the same if you're thinking like, well, yeah, maybe that worked for you, Winston, but you're blah, 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 blah. Well, yeah, don't take my word for it. Do it yourself. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. Do it for yourself. Don't take my word for anything. So go to findyourflow.com forward slash negativity and get the thing and that should hopefully help you and then practice it, dedicate to it for 30 days, you know, um, start just doing those positive affirmations, looking for little things that you can cheer yourself up over. Maybe you have some little routine that makes you excited in the morning you look forward to. I'm looking forward to every morning, you know, my cup of coffee. Um, I'm getting coffee from uh, some friends I met through jujitsu, some veterans, it is called Freebird Coffee. If you want to check them out and tell them Winston sent you. And I don't get any money for that, um, but I love them and I love their coffee. And it makes me excited to think, yeah, I can't wait to to get out of bed and go have my first cup. And now I'm on my second cup. <laughs> Speaking of which, just a moment, please, friend. And I have I have my favorite coffee cups, the coffee mugs that I use when I'm drinking my coffee and those are little things. They don't really cost a ton of money, and yet they give me joy and happiness and help my day start off awesomely, right? So that's what I would encourage you to consider doing is what is your routine that gets you pumped up in the morning that makes you feel good and excited? If you don't have one, consider giving yourself that awesomeness, right? Consider doing that for yourself is getting that routine going and doing something awesome every day. It doesn't have to be this huge 20-minute you know, hour long thing, five minutes, one minute, one minute of positive affirmations, look in the mirror and smile and do them. This has been scientifically studied and shown, uh, UC Berkeley actually um, did this and it showed that just smiling in the mirror at yourself, it sends off, all, sets off all these like positive recep receptors of, you know, the good stuff, the good chemicals in our brains and whatnot. It makes people actually happier. So if you do this, I know it sounds cheesy and woo woo, but if you do it, it works. And if you do it every day, then it becomes a habit and it becomes natural and you do it even without thinking. And that's how we shift our mindsets. And that's how we shift our reality because our mindset, our perception is our reality. So if we're going into something with a positive mental attitude, then we're already approaching it differently. We're going to be more solutions oriented as to more problems oriented if we're in a negative mindset, right? And that's uh, something I tried to touch on in the last episode about negativity also is this delay of our, our intentions, our positive maybe uh, phrasing or positive uh, affirmations. And when we're trying to create a new version of ourself, maybe, or attract some law of attract something into our lives, manifest something, however you want to look at it then there's this delay of time and we may be out of sync with that thing while we're saying it and it feels maybe disingenuine or disgenuine disingenuine um you know while we're saying it because it's not yet true and so that's where keeping it to yourself in a lot of cases can really be powerful we don't want to say things to people and then have them cast their negative thoughts toward us right we don't need that negativity hey keep it a secret hustle in the dark you know uh, or hustle when no one's looking kind of thing keep it to yourself we don't need to post on social media what we're doing and that will um keep some of the negativity away right because if we post on on social media for one you know a lot of us are just posting the positive stuff anyway because we want it to look good like hey i'm doing this and i'm guilty of this too you know um 
where I try to keep it positive, <laughs> I guess, is part of it, because I don't want to bring the negativity into it. And I want to hopefully try to inspire people. But that can also sometimes bring the negativity because then people might get jealous. Oh, well, you're just bragging about this or you're just, you know, just gloating or whatever. You're full of yourself. And I get that from people, you know, and uh, negative people, right? People who I've consciously spent less time with over the, the years. And that's something that is not always easy to do. Um, so it's not. It's not, friend. I recognize the challenge there for a lot of us. So there you go. That's a that's a full-on rant done, rant complete. I appreciate you. I hope you are staying positive and that you have positive routines that uplift you and you're spending your time with positive people. And positive people tend to spend their time with other positive people. I don't know if you know that. Um, and negative people, misery loves company. It's easy to find other people to get down in the dumps with because that's what they're looking for. And so if you're looking to raise yourself into a high vibration, higher feelings, more positive feelings, then look for those people and become that person and you will attract those people. That happened for Elena just now, right? We've been focusing on lifting our energy and vibration, finding higher vibration people here in in our new location so we can find people to hang out with. I actually went to jujitsu for the first time yesterday, met some fabulous uh, people. It is a far, it's pretty far from where we are, about a half hour, which is far for me. I don't want to drive that far. But it was a really nice school, a really nice academy. Gracie won, shout them out. And, um, in the Dallas area and really just good vibe people, super cool instructors. Super, everybody was just super nice. And, uh, if it was closer, I'd, I'd sign up in a heartbeat, but it is a little bit far for me. So, but good stuff. So I want to share that with you. Thanks so much, friend. I'm going to go ahead and start wrapping it up. I got some business to take care of. Oh, last thing, the, um, I already talked about that, how to work with investors.com. If you're interested in the real estate stuff or in lending money, I've got people that are doing the work and they're looking for private money lenders that they can pay interest to. That's that's what I do. I connect those people. And so if you're interested in learning more, please do email me, Winston at finderflow.com. I'll be happy to, to get you in the loop with that. And then uh, if you're an agent and you're interested in working with investors or you're an investor interested in working with agents. That's actually, I signed up my first um, investor who joined that program, how to work with agents. That's the flip side of it. And I'm really excited. So that's the other project I'm working on today is getting him all dialed in with, um, with the app and the uh, membership site and all that cool stuff. So whew, very good. All right. Let's take a breath. Be positive, positive thoughts. And oh, no. All right, friend, stay awesome, be flowing, be awesome. <laughs> Until next time, my friend, be flowing. Well, thanks for listening, friend. By the way, do you have a story that you would like to share with other flowers? Maybe you'd like to put it in a book. Well, go to findyourflow.com forward slash author club and learn how you can publish your own book or become a published author in the Find Your Flow book series. Simply go to findyourflow.com forward slash author club, all one word, and be sure to join the free Facebook group while you're at it. Thanks, friend, and until next time, be flowing.